cheaper than rehab. Mimosas with friends. <laughs> Target dollar section. Sitting on the front porch with your best friend under blankets. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Cheaper than rehab. Hey, girl. Hey. How's it going? I'm so happy. Me too. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to be in the studio too. I'm excited because like we did the work. We did the work today. And I'm really excited to share. Yeah, me too. And see how how it's received. I know. And I'm so excited at how in our beta testness. <laughs> is that a word? Beta testness. Yeah. It is now. It is now. I we are discovering so many things. It's amazing. It turns out that starting a podcast is a lot harder than buying the equipment and being hilarious. Which we are, by the way. I mean, we did all that. <laughs> check, and check, 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 <laughs> double check with a flip in jazz hands. <sighs> we've done it all. We have, but um, we've gone back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and we are listening to what the numbers are telling us and we are adjusting accordingly. We've got a year to get it right. We got a year to get it right. And so I'm just glad if you're here, we're glad that you're on the journey with us. Yeah. And we're excited to over the next couple of weeks and months show you what we've been working on in private. Yeah. And how how it's all it's all coming together. It is. And and I think that I'm just in awe of the process in general. Yeah. Like, you know, you kind of go into something and you think this is what it's going to be. But Mm -hmm. then when it tells you, it tells you what it's going to be. That's pretty cool. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And I'm I'm just excited to have um, an opportunity to exercise my creativity and work collaboratively with somebody who I respect and love. And I love your creativity. And it's I kind of feel like this is our baby. I know. We're feeding off each other, too. We are. We just love each other, if y'all haven't figured that out. <laughs> we, like, adore each other. It's true. It's weird. But we but we do. Yeah. Friendship. Yes. There we go. Best relationship. There you go. There you go. Hey, before we get started, yes. I have to chat about something. Yeah. Girl, I went to the Taylor Swift concert. I know. <laughs> And I could do a whole podcast on my experience at the Taylor Swift concert. That will be a solo podcast. <laughs> I'll be cheering you on. My that. life's mission, everyone, is to get Fallon to be a Swifty. I don't want her just to listen to an album because she she re- you respect you respect her. I do, and what she does, but, I do. But you're not. That's not your music. That's not. not who you are. My life's mission at this point is to make you a Swifty. I have a secret. What? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you now that we're being grownups. I had it in my heart since I, I am I am the one who's supposed to be responsible for uh, captioning our podcast oh, yeah? and writing the description. And I was like, I am going to take a Taylor Swift lyric and make that the title of every podcast until Tiff catches on. And I was like, and I was like, because our, our, our most recent upload is friendship. So I was like, Taylor Swift lyrics about friendship. Oh, my God. And I was just going to keep doing it until you pick up on it. I'm oh. like, who's the Swifty now, bitch? <laughs> no, but we might get a lot of listens just based on that. Done. Done. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Do it. Okay. Do it. <laughs> 
So for all my fellow Swifties out there, I went to the Taylor Swift concert. It was in incredible i believe it It was it wasn't a concert it was a show it was a performance it was creativity and and you in what's the word i'm looking for ingenuity that would be that word right there i bet you we can't spell it. i bet you we cannot stay tuned for our adult spelling bee where we embarrass ourselves at some point we will be doing that on tiktok for sure in the near future i i was just in awe of the entire production value of it but also her fans are next level oh yeah like I can see why she's constantly like to my fans and I she's not just saying it like her fans are die hard oh yeah and the fashion and the outfits that I saw at this concert incredible the interpretation of her albums wow into fashion The lyrics of her songs in fashion. So Alyssa and I, Mm -hmm. Alyssa, my daughter in Dallas, my beautiful daughter in Dallas, who is the ultimate Swifty. She sang all 44 songs on her feet for three hours. (laughs) It was so much fun to watch her. In impeccable fashion. Impeccable fashion. But Mm -hmm. she and I, we coordinated. And so we did black and purple. And Mm -hmm. that was kind of, we kind of did this lover's lavender haze. And once you become a Swifty, you'll totally understand. Okay. And um, we did that whole vibe. And uh, it was so much fun. Um, And so, but the, like, people showed up. Some people showed up in costumes. Like, she has this song called uh, Champagne Problems. And... There was a guy and he was like dressed up as a champagne bottle. Like I would have brought the champagne. <laughs> Girl, she had her own drink list. Did she? She had her own cocktail menu. Okay, so at the venues. So, named after her songs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, when you're talking in terms of like mega stars and going to their concerts, like you have to mention the fact that these tickets are ridiculously priced. But it really warms my heart to know, like, she understands that you could be doing so much with your disposable income. So she's going to make sure whether you're on the floor or in the nosebleeds, you are getting you feel like you spent time with Taylor. Right. Like, I can appreciate that curated drinks. And you know what I mean? And the costume and it really and the light show that is in sync with the performance that everybody gets to be involved with. Right. At no charge, like that's included. You get a bracelet when you walk in. You don't have to buy a bracelet for $20 so that you can be included. You are included. I love that. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. But the fashion was just incredible from the men too. Oh, yeah. And not not just like... Taylor shirts. But but like the dads, the dads would show up that were there with their daughters and they would be in a shirt with lyrics on it or she has this song called karma and it says Mm -hmm. karma is my boyfriend and so like all the boyfriends were wearing karma t-shirts like it was just (laughs) we just sat there and just like oh my gosh look at her oh my gosh that's so cute oh my gosh look at that now can i ask you do you think that because taylor is a woman that people really embrace their creativity because i was thinking of me when i was a teenager Mm -hmm. and when you know i was obsessed with NSYNC of course you were and I like my my fashion was I just wrote their names all over my body with a marker 
that's as complicated as I got. And I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if like the fan reaction is the same for like a, a Bruno Mars or, or One Direction, One Direction or something Harry like that. Styles. Like, cause I, I bet it is for Harry Styles because Harry has a st- Harry Styles has style. He does. He does. And so I can see people recreating some of his looks and right. yeah, absolutely. but like I imagine if it's like Bad Bunny. Like, these girls are showing up in pasties. Like, nobody's wearing a costume to a Bad Bunny concert. (laughs) Nobody's dressed up like a champagne bottle or a willow tree. Like, these girls are coming. (laughs) What are you wearing? A sponge? (laughs) You're wearing sponges? No, no, no. no. I'm wearing a sponge. A sponge. I think, I think that there's there's been an evolution in that. Yeah. Right? I think now... This generation that's coming up behind us has they're they're finally a generation with the freedom to express themselves creatively. Yeah, and I don't think that that's always been true. Right. Um, and the level of acceptance. Yes. At this Taylor Swift concert of yeah. all women, all shapes, all men, all sizes, all like you would hear girls like girls would walk and they would be like, "Girl, you." girl slay i love it i'm oh my god your outfit oh those boots like all day long all you did was hear girls uplifting other girls and it was it was really um inspiring to the point where Alyssa and i were like can you imagine if high school would have been like this yeah yeah but i mean i think this generation really has transitioned away from um, seeing ourselves in terms of, you know, what do men find acceptable? What mm. do men find desirable? And really are, this is what I like. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm so glad to see you embracing what you like. Right. You know. And I'm going to cheer you on while you do that. Yeah. If you're it. in your reputation era and you're wearing all black and red lipstick and snakes all over you, <laughs> go kick ass. If you're in your lover's era and you were just, you know, it just, it was so empowering um, to see that and to see that fashion was this conduit of personality. Yeah. Right. Which kind of brings us to like where, where we are today in our podcast and wanting to talk about our relationship with fashion. Yes. And how important it is. Yes. To under you have a I think people have a relationship with fashion whether or not they realize they do or not oh I think people have a relationship with everything and they don't realize it's a relationship right you know what I mean it's Um, a connection it's a connection which is basically all a relationship is right right I agree yeah do you have your definition of fashion um my definition of fashion is um the style in which you do something. The style in which you do something. The the manner. The manner in which you do something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. I think it, that, yeah. that's it. And, and super simple. For clarification, when we say fashion or style, we're not talking like couture. We're not talking avant garde. We're not talking, you know, Fashion Week or Paris or New York. Because I think when we say fashion, people automatically assume fashionable right and there's or a sex difference. in the city right carrie bradshaw and that's not what we're talking about. right I mean, 
obviously fashion affects us all we all have a style whether we like it or not whether we realize it or not we all have a style so i think it's worth examining like what is our relationship to style yeah what what are we telling people about ourselves right what is what are we telling ourselves about ourselves yeah yeah for sure and i think it's i think it's more complex um i think it's more complex than we have been willing to talk about right our relationship with fashion or style this and it's it it's kind of this journey mm-hmm. right that we have to go on <laughs> if you want to leave the house girl it's been a journey for me <laughs> let me tell you what has your fashion journey been kind of like what has that looked like for you my fashion journey um it has been my fashion journey has been mostly externally um dictated or defined what do you mean I, by that um I spent many years wearing clothes that my mother thought were was flattering on me or my grandmother thought was flattering mm. on me. And then I started wearing clothes that boys thought were fl- was flattering Ooh. on me. And then I wore clothes that the church deemed acceptable of me. And then I started wearing clothes that people told me moms should wear. <laughs> and so um, I have finally reached a point in my fashion journey where I'm pretty secure in who I am. I'm pretty secure in my identity and I am seeking ways to express myself in that way with my fashion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, Similarly, I think because I spent so much of my life not knowing who I was, Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of my life in survival mode. Right. Um, Fashion was just something I could pick off the mannequin and put on so that I could fit in. Right. So I could, you know, it it wasn't a, a self, what would be the word? It, it, it wasn't an expression self. of who I was. Right. It was just more. It wasn't an actualization. It was, yeah. It was, right. it was just more like, okay, this is what everybody's wearing. I need to wear that because I can't handle not being accepted. And so it's easier just to put on what everybody else is wearing um, in hopes of getting the acceptance because mm-hmm. I have all this other shit that I'm dealing with. Right. That nobody even knows about. And so that was the easiest way to blend in. Right. right. And not stand out is be like everybody else. Right. Um, and then I kind of got into this. Then I had like my whole beach era because I lived in Florida <laughs> for six years on the beach. And my attire was literally, I think I had like 37 swimsuits. <laughs> um shorts and flip-flops like that's pretty much what i wore you were probably the most fashionable person in florida i def florida absolutely (laughs) california not so much no i didn't say cali florida (laughs) florida walmart yeah california oh Oh, target target oh target thousand percent so thousand percent yeah so i um you know and then and it's so i mean i we could like go on and on and on about the different like regions and like how you dress in the different regions but like it was coming back to san antonio you know it i had to i was in a different stage of my life and i really had to like who am i where do right. i shop what do i do like where do i find clothes like all of those things right right and yeah. so just really kind of i'm i'm man i'm in my comfort i'm in my comfort stage right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my linen plant pants and t-shirts, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out there. Okay. 
what does my billboard say about me when you see me oh what like objectively would you say my billboard says Hmm. If fashion was your billboard, what would it say about you? I see you as very, to me, it says confidence. To me, it says um, ownership. It says slamming ass body. (laughs) Don't hype me up. You know I do hard things. At least twice a week, girl. I, can, I mean, I can do hard things because I'm motivated is yes. what I mean. Yes, that's what you mean. That's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so <does>. I know. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> There's um, going to be one at least every episode, guys. We could be talking about sex trafficking. We could be talking. About, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to your billboard in Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> write that mark down for Coco. Um, <laughs> Billboard, me, go. Confidence. Um, ownership. Ownership. I, <laughs> um, I would say confidence, ownership, and I think you're pretty trendy. Really? I do. Wow. And it's funny, I wanted to ask you that because when we were kind of, you know, workshopping this episode, that was a question that we were going to ask about ourselves. But I realized in, um, because fashion, we do have a relationship with fashion, there's also an element of communication. So I wanted to know, I know what I think about me inside, but I wanted to know what is my fashion telling the people around me? Yeah, absolutely. That is really interesting. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I don't believe any of those things. (laughs) We're still working it out over here, but yeah, I love that. That's what comes across. I don't know. I think, I think ownership is, I think that's a really articulated spot on description of you. Oh, thanks, Phil. You can noodle on that later. Taking us back to the 90s. Noodle on it, girl. Noodling. And what does my billboard say? Oh. Besides. I would say. Besides this girl don't like to take showers. Because I don't. Uh, Okay. I don't like to wash my hair. Girl. I mean. I can go for four-ish days for me i can go well definitely a week minimum but i have very different hair you have very different hair yeah i definitely have straight up white girl hair so going four or five days without washing my hair is kind of disgusting (laughs) (laughs) learn something new every day (laughs) love that dry shampoo (laughs) um your billboard tiff i'm thinking of like when i first met you right and even now your billboard says chic it says polished it says put together girl bye i swear when i look at you like even when we're here just bullshitting like even your lounge clothes motivate me i went home and bought like three new i was like i have to look like tiff at home like she (laughs) like She's so polished. Like nobody ever comes to my house because I would I would have a panic attack. Like I'm covered, (laughs) 
I'm covered in like sweatpants with bleach stains and holes in them. <laughs> and like, I have to be careful what shirt I wear because, you know, I might have a nip slip or something <laughs> because there's a hole there too. Like, <laughs> it's a mess. But no, like yours says confidence. It says polished. It's very chic. It is timeless. Like, I won't say you're trendy, but you're not dated by any stretch of the imagination. Thank you. Yeah. There's nothing matronly about it. Okay, good. Yeah. Because that's at all. like my biggest fear is I'm getting older. Ugh. 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 So. So, th- but you know, but that is a thing, right? There, that that is a hindrance. That right. is one of those things that does become challenging mm-hmm. is different stages of your life. Right. Like 20s, 30s versus 40s, 50s, 60s. Right. It, you know, where I'm at now, making sure that I don't dress like my mom. Oh, yeah. Which my mom dresses amazing. I was going to say. My mom, she's 70. Uh, on her 70th birthday, on the day that we mm-hmm. had her party, we met for lunch with my brothers. She showed up in jeans, mm-hmm. um, leopard vans. I I love it. A black shirt mm-hmm. with a black leather jacket. Chic. Gold jewelry. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here. For, no, I, I have... I have never seen your mom not look phenomenal yeah my mom yeah she's but there are certain items that i'll pick up and be like my mom would wear that (laughs) (laughs) like leopard vans like leopard vans like Like, i cannot wear leopard because that's like a signature print of hers right and so if i were to walk in with something leopard mike would be like hi sharon But see, are we putting ourselves in a box? You maybe, never know, Tim. Maybe, maybe I can rock it. Girl, get you a leather bodysuit or, or a leopard bodysuit. Or a bow. <laughs> you might find a new aspect of your personality. I maybe, right? perhaps, yeah. Because it is, fashion is a, 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 a vehicle, a tool for sure. self expression and self discovery. Yeah. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I agree. Yeah. But, but it's one of the, I think so, but I look so much like my mom. Yeah. Like we're like carbon copies. Tell me about it. <laughs> As are you, sister. I know. And so it's like, then if I put something on that my mother would wear, then mm-hmm. I do become Sharon. You know? You know, not for nothing though. It might be worth it to save those outfits for the days when you need a Sharon. Right? right? Hey, we should go shopping in our mother's closets. And do a photo shoot. You're not ready because I'm going to come out with like a lime green suit. We have to. With a lime green suit with my matching lime green church hat. Can we do this, please? Okay. Okay. Or or we should let our mothers dress us. (gasps) With our own clothes or? No. (laughs) With their clothes? No. We should let them take us shopping. Oh. Write that down. We need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing that down right now. I'm writing it down right now. So what are some of the hindrances that you've had? Um, You know, f- for me, kind of in my fashion journey, in my style journey, um, body image was has always been a thing. Mm. Um, I'm 5'10". I've been 5'10 since the sixth grade. Yeah. So on top of high waters, I was always a thick girl. I always had like real bottom heavy, Mm -hmm. big legs, big butt, big hips. And so um, 
you know, growing up in Florida, I never wore shorts. Mm. You know what I mean? And so, like, the self-image issues were horrible. Right. Um, because I never felt comfortable being comfortable. You know what I mean? I always felt like I had to hide my body. So, you know, it was like 90 degrees outside and, and I'd be wearing a sweatshirt and pants or, um, you know, and so I always felt very muted. Right. In, right. And who I was because. <laughs> and limited in your ability for that self-expression. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My, my, I think the anxiety around people judging me, judging my body, they're also for me, um, if I'm being honest, was when I was younger, at least the aspect of um, the male gaze, it made me very uncomfortable. Mm. And so and being, you're beautiful. Oh, thanks. Bill. No, but seriously, you're a beautiful woman. Well, it, it was, you know, being having a, a very mature body at a young age. I did, too. Was scary because, yeah. you know, there were grown up grown men who were talking to me like, like I was a grown woman yeah. and I wasn't and I didn't like that. It made me feel very unsafe. Sure. And so um, did you tend to cover your body? Oh, yeah, I did, too. I, did. I, I cover I wore turtlenecks until I <laughs> I was like in seventh grade, eighth grade when I started. It wasn't until like high school when I started to really realize like, hey, I got a slamming body. Yeah. You know, but before I, I covered Right. My mom my mom will even tell you, like Tiffany wore turtlenecks and then one day the light bulb went on and <laughs> Whoa, yeah. I got yabas. Because I had I was the same mm-hmm. at fifteen, sixteen. Right. Like I had the body of a woman. Right. A woman. Right. Yeah. 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 Not not a well endowed teenager. No. A, a woman. woman. Like the shape, the hips, the long legs, the boobs, the right. yeah. yeah. And you have all that and you don't know what to do with it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to deal with. But you that's that's pretty much around the time when I realized that, oh, the clothes that I'm wearing are saying something, right? right. Oh, I don't I I wanna protect myself, so I protect myself in the these big baggy clothes, yes. right? Um and yeah, yeah, that that for me was the realization like I can influence people with my with mm. my style. I can influence how they treat me with my style because it wasn't baggy clothes forever. I did the fl- the flip switched in high school at some point for me. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I started getting attention. But then I was like, eh, maybe it's not the right kind, kind of, of attention. attention. <laughs> but I even though the 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 switch flipped for me in high school of of like recognizing that I had this body and like I was coming into womanhood or whatever however you want to say it I was very aware of what I was wearing probably in fourth and fifth grade is when it hit for me wow when I was very aware that style and fashion was like one of those like you had to keep up with the Joneses right like if I wanted to be a cool kid I had to wear dot 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 right if I wanted to be part of the in crowd I had to buy dot 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 right which was very challenging for us because I grew up in a single parent household right I mean we didn't have this expendable income where 
my mom could take me wherever and just be like, here's a thousand dollars, go buy all the cool clothes. Like yep. if I wanted something, I had to wait for it. And right. I got it. I got my first pair of uh, Jabot jeans. You know what Jabot jeans are? I sure do. Girl, I got my, but I had to wait till Christmas to get them. You know, yeah. like I, I had, oh, Alyssa's so pissed, by the way, Why? that I did not save my clothes from when I was a teenager. Because even though I had to wait for them, I had a lot of very trendy clothes. I had Cavaricis. I had the oversized original made in America gap blue jean jacket like i had you wear bongo jeans too i did girl (laughs) who did not wear bongo jeans and i had i had the reeboks and i had the capas with the do you know what capas are i don't so they were like a white tennis shoe and they had oops sorry they had like um these triangles in the side and you can, you know how you do gibbets now oh on, you can change the color you could change the color we had those i didn't know that's what they were called they were called capas yeah oh. and so i had capas and i had you know um but my stepdad he loved to shop and he was a very mm-hmm. thrifty shopper mm-hmm. and so he knew when all of the basement sales were going on at like high like back when we had like Lord and Taylor and right. you know all, Nordstrom and all those yeah things. like he knew when all the basement sales were going on and so he we would go to these basement sales of like these Saks Fifth Avenue of all these things and buy all of this stuff and clean up and clean up and so I got to wear fashionable things even though they were last season's fashion right you know it's San Antonio but it's San Antonio You're so fine. we're like three years behind anyway so it's totally fine nobody made yeah nobody knew right absolutely nobody knew so but budget was like a hindrance for us like yeah. money same um wanting those cool things but knowing my mom could not afford to spend in the 90s a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans Wow. You know what I mean? Or in the 80s, rather, you know, $100 on a pair of jeans. So that's always a hindrance, too. And I don't think that that's any different as you grow. I right. think that, especially when you have kids that you have to clothe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like budget is something that you have to consider. Budget, budget. Um, which, I mean, it, it's kind of, I'm really happy that there are a lot of fast fashion um, stores, like, Fashion Nova or Shein mm-hmm. or, you know, a lot of these children's place and stuff like that. Um, because it does give people an opportunity to express themselves and feel good about themselves mm-hmm. within their budget. Right. But it also is just not sustainable and it is so terrible and it the is. working conditions are so horrible and we can do a whole other podcast whole that. other one <laughs> that's a prob- rabbit hole and we probably will probably will <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean in that aspect yeah i'm, I'm actually happy that people have the opportunity to sure. do that more more sure. lately because i you know i always think to myself like if I had a Shein when I was a teenager and I could get cute shirts for $5, it probably would have changed my experience from feeling like such an outsider. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good point. Um, And that would, you know, I I hope that there are other girls out there that are, you know, able to do that on on their budget and, and, or within their budget. Yeah. But still, even, even within that, because I, I am a very well endowed woman. (laughs) Finding things that fit. <laughs> yeah, girl. Get a leopard print bikini. Yeah, all you girls out there trying to get my size and I'm trying to like decrease, decrease. You want some? You, want some? you can have some of mine. Um, it makes it difficult to find things that fit. Right. Because I think, let me ask you this question. 
what what do you consider the I'm going to rephrase it. Okay. Okay. Let, let me. How do you think the definition of beauty has changed throughout your fashion journey? The definition of beauty, or or beauty and fashion. Beauty like, and fashion. do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, because I think the expectation has changed. And what are the you world- asking me? What? How my definition has changed, or how society's how definition- society has changed during your journey? Okay. So society's. Um, interpretation of what fashion and style how it's changed um it has become almost how do i put it just so accepting Mm. so accepting and so internally motivated okay i feel like throughout my journey it was a lot of external factors right so if you want to be attractive to men you dress like this if you want to be attractive to this type of man then you dress like this like even um there's been a lot of conversation recently about girls who in the last five to ten years have gotten like bbls and gotten this very specific body shape right and now the conversation has shifted to oh that's a that's good if you want to attract like dope boys these type of men rappers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but don't expect like you know a ceo to marry that you know what i mean and so i feel like for so long everything has been so externally motivated especially for women like a lot of it has been around what is flattering on you to men and I feel like now it is very much like, bitch, who cares? What do you want? Yeah. Is it comfortable for you? Right. Do you like the way that color looks? Who gives it? Who cares if you did a color wheel analysis and it said that you're not allowed to wear red because it clashes with you? Do you like the color red? Then wear it. Yeah. Wear it. Because I think fashion now is all about your confidence. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if if you're a man wearing a dress or if you're beige wearing beige. <laughs> me <laughs> you know i just look like walking like a walking wall color sometimes but, but, yesterday for example <laughs> no but like um i was in the barber shop with my husband we were taking the kids to get their hair cut and a young man came in and he was wearing like bermuda shorts mm-hmm. like a size too small but they were like bermuda shorts and like a hawaiian top with like the biggest gold chain and like some Sperry's with like 15 rings on every finger and like 16 bangles and a leather jacket. Like it was the most outrageous outfit ever. He wasn't wearing the outfit though. He was wearing confidence. Right. And he curated that. And Bill and I were sitting there like, he looks so good. But we would never be able to recreate that. Right. Because that was him. That was him. Like, yeah. And so I think that's kind of where we're at in fashion Mm -hmm. now. And I'm really, really encouraged by it because it encourages me to dig a little deeper and be like, okay. I can do this for me. I can do this for me. It's funny because Michael and I have had this conversation before. Um, And, you know, me picking out clothes and him having to watch me cry and say nothing fits me. I don't have anything in my closet. I can't find anything to wear right. because you guys, you don't don't act like I'm the only one that stood in your closet and just like broke into tears after trying on seven things. <laughs> Are you even married if you haven't gone to your husband crying being like 
everything in the closet is shit. It I, is. I'm not going. Go alone. Yeah. Or he'll say like, uh, what? Wait, I thought you were going to work. No, I put that on and I hated it. It's on the floor. Like it's on. The, like if you look at our closet, I get the back side of the closet so mm-hmm. I can hide my mess. But like literally when I'm taking off clothes, I just drop them. Just drop them. I just drop them. <laughs> and so like if there is a night we're going out or something and I can't find anything to wear, it's just like piles of like like the rapture happened, yeah. like all these little outfits <laughs> all over the back of our closet. <laughs> Tiffany, I can imagine, like Tiffany's style is very much like, was it, was it, was this a small woman, like a small business meeting, a women's small business meeting, like all of these perfect, like these perfectly ironed t-shirts and linen pants just, yep, in a just pile. dropped, boom, on the floor. I, I hate it. this next outfit meanwhile meanwhile like i counted i counted the other day i have like 37 pairs of jeans holy cow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'll put like f- half of them on and they'll all just be on the floor because i'm like i don't like them i don't like them i'd hate them not the right color not the right shade not the right length hate them hate them hate them <laughs> i know anyway um what was i saying <laughs> No, no, no. We were we were talking about you were saying like you know when you go to your husband and you're crying about things not fitting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I really did have a point though. I'm still because cut- you were saying something, and then I was like, oh, this is a really great point, and then I went on a rabbit trail, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I love our rabbit yeah. hole. <laughs> There's so many of them. I'm still cracking up at the rapture happening during a a. <laughs> A woman's small business meeting in your closet. Yes. <laughs> With all of my personalities. I'm not feeling this vibe today. It has to go. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, some days you're a Khadijah and some days you're, you're a Sinclair. And some days you're a Max. Girl, I hope. I hope. I hope I can be a Max someday. One day. One day. We all want to be Max. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. So I... Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah. Ah, my thought came back to me. That means uh, it's important. My grandmother used to say, if you forget what you were going to say, nobody needed to hear it. <laughs> I have- that was God's way of saying nobody needs to hear it. Um, so we had this conversation one day because he was, I don't know, I had on something that was probably flirtatious and, mm-hmm. you know, risque. I I would pay money to see you wear something flirtatious and risque. <laughs> I'm I mean that's getting harder for me as I get older really yeah you would think that I think that I grew up around like I didn't realize that I haven't realized this until this time in my life but I think I had all these messages to me that said older women have to be this way Mm. I mean think about the golden girls right the golden girls were like 55 they looked like they were in their 90s oh yeah they acted and dressed like they were in their 90s I think Jennifer Lopez is about the age that the golden girls were when they started recording why you gotta bring her ass up because she needs to know somebody has to tell her to stop you have to stop Jenny Jenny go back to the block (laughs) they'll know you on a block girl I'm sorry. Anyway, I I think I had this message like older women shouldn't have longer hair. They should have short hair. Older women should wear 
pants from Sears. Yeah. <laughs> like polyester, stretchy pants from Sears. Like yeah. there was this, I and the church I grew up in right. was primarily older women. But now I'm like, they weren't that old. They but weren't. when I was younger... Yeah. I was like, these are all old women. They were like 60, 65. Yeah. That's, you know? yeah. that's not. Now that's so young. But yeah. back then they all dressed this very matronly, older woman type way. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that I'm really struggling with that ideology wow. that you can still be sexy. And I'm 46 and I feel like I'm 70. Oh, I know. Okay, so wait, let's put one because my back hurts all the time. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's put a pin in that. Does your back hurt because you do so many hard things because you're so ambitious? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen white chicks? Yes, I have. <laughs> do you remember the wheelchair scene? <laughs> I kid you not. If you know what we're talking about, I'm not going to go in depth explaining this, right? But if you know what we're talking about, we love you. Number two, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the movie White Chicks so that you understand this. But I kid you not, I used to have these major back problems when I was younger. Like I had I had this like nerve issue, right, with mm-hmm. my back and to where I couldn't walk. Like I literally could not walk oh, until I got shots and like all this stuff. Uh-huh. And my, oh God. we were watching White Chicks one time and my stepdaughter... Oh, God. My stepdaughter goes, that's why Tiffany's back always <laughs> Shout out, Kayla. I love you. <laughs> if you know, you know. Anyway, so anyway, back to this conversation that I had with my husband. Where you were wearing something flirty. Because I was going to say, put a pin in it, because I want to hear where this is going. <laughs> he said... Um, something about men. Mm-hmm. And I said, nah, dude, we don't wear clothes f- for men. We wear them for women. Right. And he was like, uh, is there something you're not telling me? No. <laughs> I said, I said, we wear what we wear so we can look better than the other women in the room. Yeah. Do you think that that's a true statement or was a true statement at one point in your life that a lot of what you wear is so that you're either matching the energy of the other women in the room or you look or you're the one that all the women like you want to be the one that all all the women in the room are like, damn, I wish I looked like her. Um, Because I know that you've mentioned a lot like <coughs> dressing like for men or dressing for right. this type of man or whatever, but like. Has that ever been something that you've dealt with? Um, okay, so just to give you some some validity, um, scientifically that has been proven to be oh, true. Okay, that women, especially women um, with children or of childbearing age, through evolution, we um, we are very competitive with one another because we view other women as a threat to our family and to our stability, mm. right? Right. We don't want her coming along and stealing the breadwinner <laughs> of our family, right? Because that's not, we're not so much necessarily, um, and this is what science said. I didn't do it. I'll give you citations if you care. But <laughs> I read the article, but it was saying, it, we're, we're not competitive because we're fighting for men. We're fighting for resources, 
Mm, that's interesting. Right? I thought that was really interesting. We're fighting too. for ourselves, for our own place, as almost as a, a, a form of protection. Right? So next time you can be like, bitch, I don't care about you. I'm trying to get this money. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep the bag in this house. <laughs> It's my aunt said. My aunt said that the first time you marry for love, the second time you marry for money. Boom. And if you're really good, you marry the first time for love and money. And money, yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, I don't know. Me personally, um, I dress so that I feel good where I'm at, and I'm not constantly plagued with the insecurity of. I look bad. I look frumpy. I look this. Mm. I like that because, um, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily like a competition with other women. I, like I said, I'm tall. I got big hair. I feel like I stand out so much already already. I wear stuff so that I feel confident so I can enjoy the event, but I'm not doing it. So I want people to look at me and stuff. Cause it actually makes me very uncomfortable compliments make me uncomfortable people staring at me make me really uncomfortable and it kind of it's it's um, yeah does that make sense like i'm yeah, not really totally. doing it so like it's not really out of competitive ma- measure it's right. it's out of an acceptance right more That's, for acceptance more for acceptance yeah so i guess that would be yeah like you said to match the energy, energy of, of the, the event mm-hmm. yeah right as opposed to being like the queen bee of the room right well i in my narcissism <laughs> <laughs> that completely matches my low self-esteem <laughs> makes sense um <laughs> i for me at a, at a certain time in my life it was about the competition mm. it was about walking in the room and wanting everybody to say oh she looks the best wow that's really surprising for me. Really? Yeah. So at what point did did you stop doing it? So like, or do you still like when you go out now, are you just like, I want to be the baddest bitch at the bowling alley? <laughs> <laughs> target, target don't know what's about to hit them. <laughs> I'm the baddest bitch with a camera you've ever, ever seen. seen. Sweat running down my face, my hair soaking wet. I love it. Disgusting. I don't Yoga think, pants. I don't think any of my clients have ever seen me like with makeup on, like looking like a normal human being. I've seen you. Yeah. Like it's just disgustingness after a photo shoot. But um, I think when there was something that happened, I think we talked about this in another podcast or something happened when I turned 40. Yeah. And I just stopped caring. Wow. So this is like a fairly recent development yeah, for you. Yeah, six years, like wow. to where I've just really been in this place where I want to be me, right? Whatever that looks like, and I'm still discovering that because I think our our relationship with our style and our fashion is constantly evolving, right? And will be so until you know, right? We die. <laughs> Um, because culturally it's constantly evolving, but we're also evolving. Yeah. You know, we're also changing. We also have different needs. Like, you know, you wear different things when you're a mom of toddlers than you do when you're a mom of high schoolers because you can. Right. You know? Right. And so I think that there's a lot to say about that as well. But for me, I think it was just, I had to come to a place in my life where I stopped caring Mm -hmm. so much what other people thought about me. Yeah. 
And I think that that is a power that your relationship, your connection with your style can give you. Mm -hmm. It can give you, like you said, that confidence to just say, this is who I am and I'm okay with that. Right. You know? Right. So do you feel like, do you feel like you, you make fashion or fashion makes you? I think both. I don't think it's mutually exclusive. Okay. Um, so in the past, I would, like you, would seek out fashion for acceptance, right? Uh, okay, if everybody's wearing wet seal or forever 21, okay, I'm going to shop at forever right. 21 a wet seal and I'm going to wear what the girls around me wet are Wet seal. I love you for that. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> you remember 579? Oh my God. I remember 579. Yeah. I do. That was me. And body shop. Yeah. Not the body shop, but body, body shop. shop. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was that was where you went for your first club outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and stories. Five seven nine. You you know what though? Five seven nine was even difficult for me because I was a big I was a taller girl. Yup. And so I would hear all my little tiny friends being like, I got this at five seven nine. They had a five, but it was too big. Well, for me, double middle fingers to you. I couldn't go to 579 because I think most of my teenage years, I was like a size 11, 12. Yeah, me too. I was an 11, 12. Until I got anorexic and then I was a seven. (laughs) That's a podcast for another day. It is. But seriously, it was one of those things that contributed to me feeling like, Oh, I need to be tinier, right? Right. And if you're mm-hmm. using if you're using fashion as a form of acceptance and you can't even fit into the right size. Right. It's 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 doubly alienating. Right. You know, it really mean? is. But and 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 like we were just talking about, right? It it's not mutually exclusive. You can um explore yourself through fashion and then you can express yourself through fashion. Right. I think where I'm at right now is definitely the the egg coming before the chicken right now now i know who i am and now i'm ready to hatch and just kind of be myself which is be your chicken i'm gonna be you're gonna be the best chicken the best chicken head head. i think you're gonna be a rubber chicken though because you want to be a waka waka (laughs) squirt 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 (laughs) my rubber duck I'm going to put a whoopee cushion under your chair Please next time. do. Please do. And all your clownery, please do. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's a form of um, expression and discovery. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have you ever had a piece of clothing give you an aha moment about yourself? Yes. When I discovered jumpsuits, it was done. It was done. And it happened in high school. So I don't know, like, um, when I was in high school, those mall pictures that you take with your best friends. Yeah, you do. That are, like, that look like they put, like, Vaseline over the lens with, like, the super airbrush background. Mm Mm-hmm. And me and my Those are the best. Me and my 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 besties, we were going and our colors were denim and tan. Okay. And so they went out and because, you know, like they, they, they were much thinner than I was. So they had like denim skirts and really cute shorts and they were just, you know, and I was like, 
I want to feel pretty, but I have to match this theme. And I found a denim jumpsuit. Damn, girl. I wish you still had it. Girl. I wish I still had it, too. <laughs> but it was a really cute short sleeve denim jumpsuit. They have jumpsuit. them at JCPenney. Oh. <laughs> Say less. It's the confidence that we're rocking, not the label, right? Yes. <laughs> um, JCP, sponsor us. No, sponsor Tiff. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not ready. JCP. Sponsor Tiff. <laughs> She'll do glamour shoots in the lobby. Hey, I have a glamour shot picture i have to show it to you oh with a feather boa please tell me there's a feather no boa. my grandmother did the one with the feather boa i believe it i wanted yeah. one so bad when i was little yeah anyway. anyway um yeah so um but i found this denim jumpsuit it was short sleeve and it it kind of like had a tie around the waist and then it had kind of like these flare bell bottom yeah, pants of course they did and when i wore them not only did i feel confident and i didn't feel like i was I felt pretty, but I didn't feel like I was exposed. Mm -hmm. And then I was getting like all of these compliments and people were just saying, and I was like, this is my thing. This is now I have like, I don't know, like 40, 50. <laughs> I don't know. I keep them in cons. I have winter ones I because I'm tall and yeah. you know what I mean? They kind of like, make sense. It makes sense because a lot of women I know, like, oh, God, I'd love to wear jumpsuits. I'm just so short. <laughs> Sorry about your problem. Right? <laughs> we can't all be great, right? <laughs> all have amazing long legs. Why? What was it for you? Was it the Budweiser bikini top? How did you know? It was your aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> In Florida at a gas station, you just felt it. You felt did you say Anheuser-Busch? Did you say Budweiser? I did. In this particularly tumultuous time in yeah. our culture? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, <clears throat> we're talking about your aha moment, not mine. Bud Light sponsor, sponsor her. Sponsor me. Free beer. Okay, we're going Free crazy. Free beer and glamour shots. Okay, we're going crazy. We're it going always crazy. happens around the hour it mark. Does. <laughs> the sillies just take over. Yes, they do. Thank you for sticking with us this long. I hope you're giggling with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I have a particular outfit, but there was this. Okay, so my mom dated this man whose name was Doug. I think he's passed away um, since, you know, in the last few years. He, mm -hmm. I think he had cancer and died, but she, he owned a, like a store, like a little boutique down by the river mm -hmm. in New Braunfels where he store he it was like a little surf shop you yeah. know he short you know sold t-shirts and cute right. beach clothes whatever and we were all taking a trip to the beach and we stopped by his shop um because he was gonna leave with us from there mm -hmm. and he was like Tiff go pick out some outfits for the beach pick out whatever you want Ooh. and I was like what and he was like, yeah, just don't worry about it. Just pick out. And he told my mom, don't worry about it. Just let her pick out some outfits. Mm -hmm. And that was so empowering to me. Wow. Because I didn't have a budget, which was the first time I had ever been able to do that. Right. And this was kind of that time in my life, my freshman year, when I was kind of coming into my body. And mm -hmm. he had all these cute little like crop tops and short shorts. And so I got all these really cute clothes mm -hmm. that made me feel like me. 
Right. You know what I mean? That made me feel like it was okay for me to wear short shorts and crop tops. And it was okay for me to pick out what I wanted and not feel like, oh, I have to get this because it's cheaper. Or I have to get this because mom would like me to wear that better. Or, you know... I won't get a comment about this, so I can pick this, you know? And I just kind of picked whatever I wanted. And I think I did that because I kind of felt safe under his direction to do that. And I knew he would just be like, get what you want. It's fine. It's no big deal, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And so that was very empowering for me. And then I go to the beach, right, with my family, and I'm like, in all these cute outfits, right? Yeah, and it was just... It was just such, I remember that so specifically because it just felt so good to be able to do that. Right, right. And it, it, and it, it just like we said, you know, fashion style can be both a vehicle of self-exploration, mm-hmm. right? I found out that I have confidence that I didn't think I did. Right. Right. But it can also be a, a, a self-expression, right? Like, like, I know I'm going to look good in that. I know I'm going to look good right? in Right, which is the benefit of being 46, mm-hmm. is that when I shop, because I've learned my body so well, uh-huh. I can immediately tell you that will look like shit on me. <laughs> that will look phenomenal on me. Right. That'll look too short-waisted on me. Like... Because I have a relationship with my body now, because I've paid attention to it. Right. Now there's this threesome (laughs) between me, my body, and my style. (laughs) We could get AI to make an image of that. It's like this. It's like the Spider-Man thing. Like all three of you are in the circle, just pointing pointing at each other. (laughs) Exactly, girl. But there's there 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 is something to be said about that journey, that part of your journey, and that part of your relationship with style and fashion. Is that as the more you learn yourself and who you are, and and have this acceptance that I have a long waist, I have really long legs, right. You know, like have really big boobs. Like right. once you start just saying, you know what, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And you start accepting that, that really can change your your perspective on your relationship right. with style and fashion. And that's the that's the self expression part, right? Y'all gonna get these big boobs today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it it's who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not hiding it. It's who I am. Right. You know, I didn't ask for him. I didn't ask for him. But here they are. Here they are. <laughs> so right now, what is your relationship with fashion? My relationship with fashion, I think, is come to a place of we don't fight as much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have as many breakdowns as I used to because I don't buy shit that doesn't fit me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and so we don't fight as much as we used to. Um, I tend to be, though, in my relationship with my style and fashion, I tend to be a, a one trick pony. Yeah. <laughs> I own a lot of black. <laughs> I, own, <laughs> I own a lot of dark green. I own a lot of maroon. Right. Because those are. It's like granimals from Walmart. You know what those are? Uh-uh. Oh, my gosh. I'm dating myself. So Walmart used to have, I don't know if they do anymore. If they do, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they used to have they call they were called granimals and it was a line of shirts and a line of shorts and the tags in them were animals okay, okay. so there would be shirts with tigers and zebras and bears and there would be shorts with tigers and zebras and bears mm-hmm. and the whole point was to empower kids to put together their outfits so tigers with tigers bears with bears Yes. So your kids could go into their own closet. It would take the pressure off you as a parent to having to put outfits together and just say, go pick out some zebras. And they could pick out a shirt and a pair of shorts and they would match. Right. Okay. Brilliant. I love it. It's brilliant. I love it. So if granimals aren't still there, Walmart, you need to bring them back. For real. And then sponsor us. So... (laughs) um, and so it, to me, it's kind of like my grand, grand, grand animals. Like mm-hmm. I have 30 pairs of jeans. I have black shirts and maroon tops and I can mix and match all of them. And so it's really hard for me to push myself out of a comfort zone. And so if <clears throat> is the way do you think that the way you dress is truly an expression of who you are right now? Or is there still room for your style to evolve? Like, is there still room for you to bust out something flirty and sexy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think there is room for my style to evolve. Yeah. Absolutely. I think because one, I work at home. Right. And two, when I am working, I have to be comfortable. Right. I cannot wear jeans that are going to like, make my crack fall out when I'm kneeling down like I have so I buy a lot of my clothes based on those two things because those are the two places I am the most Mm -hmm. but I'm loving traveling more and doing things like that because I am buying things that are I bought a pair of leather pants girl (laughs) girl I have no business wearing leather pants but girl I wore those leather pants yes I did pictures or it didn't happen yeah I got them I got them I'm here for it. <laughs> so, you know, it's like I got the leather pants. I've gotten the cute dresses. Right. Because now I have places to wear them. So I think that that's kind of part of it, too. Right. Um, but yes, I do have room for evolution, especially as I build confidence as I'm getting older. Yeah. How about you? What does your wardrobe look like right now? What What are you feeling could change or needs to change? I, so. What's your relationship? My relationship right now at the moment is um, progressive. Okay. Um, because I keep clothes for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, outside of being like, I might be that size one day again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I... Yeah, gotta I, get rid of those size sixes. <laughs> for real. Um, I've noticed that I am definitely a occasion shopper. Mm. So I don't really shop for clothes based off of, oh, I just like that shirt or I just want a cute pair of pants. Like it's like I have some place to go and I have to buy for the vibe that's there. Right. Vacation or a, a wedding or something like that. So going through my closet, everything is just it's so polarized like you know i've got gowns and then i've got like sundresses where like you know i've got the boobs cut out and the back cut out and it's like sexy kitten sexy kitten (laughs) that's a story for another day um and so in going through all of that um i feel more confident now because i know absolutely places that i won't go back again and i know absolutely like okay 
this was a trend, but this wasn't me. And right. so I'm getting really comfortable throwing things away and making room for more things. I told you I did my kippy body type. Yes, tell us about that. So it is overly involved and so complicated, but I'm so glad I did it. It's Kibby, K-I-B-B-E. Okay. And there's a ton of videos on TikTok and Instagram and whatnot. But you basically just take a picture of yourself. Okay. And you're just kind of following their their template and saying, like, what do your shoulders look like? How do your hips fall? Where does your waist fall? Like, what do you, you know what I mean? And I did the full analysis and it turns out I am a soft, dramatic body type. But it's because my height. If I was shorter, I'd probably be, I'd be, I think, a true romantic body type but because I'm tall um I have to take that into account and I was really glad that I did that because I realized a lot of the fashion that I look at I almost exclusively based on my shape and not my height oh not realizing that my height is a very focal point for most people especially living in San Antonio yeah like I'm taller than everybody yeah. here you know what I mean and so now that I, I, and it, I mean, Kibby goes down to like, because of your body type, focus on soft fabrics, flowy fabrics, fabrics, asymmetry, you know what I mean? With, with a smaller upper body and a larger mm. bottom, you know, focus on things that'll bring attention up, like an asymmetrical top or something flowy, something that puts a lot of emphasis in your collarbone, which is, you know, your more feminine features, because I guess being tall comes across as a yin or a masculine feature. Interesting. And so you want to, you want balance. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really happy I did it. It turns out that I actually knew what my style was all along. That's because, awesome. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the examples that they give of like things soft, to wear. dramatic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, I know, gravitate towards that anyway. I gravitate towards that anyway. But it kind of confirmed like it, I'm going in the right direction. I don't need to question myself in this. Right. Yeah. Right. It, that's exactly what it it, mm-hmm. it it gave some validity to what I kind of instinctively knew already. Right. And so it's a progressive relationship right now. Um, but I can say what's different is that instead of being like, oh, I'm shopping for events or I'm shopping because, you know, I want to come across this way. Now it's like, what represents Fallon? Mm. You know what I mean? And now I feel really empowered because, you know, you and I have been shopping because we've got some like promo stuff that we've got to do. Right. And it feels really good to look at something and be like, oh, I love that. But it won't work for me. Keep it moving. Right. You know what I mean? It does make it so much easier. It does. I will agree with that because I used to really be... Um attracted to like baby doll dresses and these big flowy type dresses mm-hmm. well they just don't work for me because right. I'm, i have big boobs it makes me look pregnant right you know and but i love them because they're so comfy and cute in my mind i see it on a person who's little and petite and exactly Alyssa, <clears throat> exactly thinking it's going to translate the same but it doesn't right and mm-hmm. so i think going back to what i was saying before about the threesome right it's really understanding and loving your body for where you're at where you're and at. you have permission to do that right and you have permission to like other stuff and just be like i just I know it won't work for me you know yeah I mean? <laughs> but you you really i really like i want to just reiterate that over and over again to whoever's listening to this like you have permission f- to love your body exactly as it is right now yeah. and embrace your relationship with style and fashion absolutely because you're you're putting out a billboard whether you realize you are or not right 
right? right? And you, this is something that you can control, that it doesn't have to be something that controls you. I agree. You know? I agree. But it's, it's, it's something, your relationship with fashion can be something that you're in therapy with for a little while <laughs> until you figure it out well like like relationships right we go through we go through highs we go through lows right um you know there has to be some level of understanding and and self-awareness mm-hmm. you know for it to really work yeah i i think and then at some point you'll get it, it'll <laughs> it'll click it'll click you know and okay. we have to give ourselves the grace for that yeah for sure for the journey we have to give ourselves a grace for the journey absolutely and um so yeah yeah well big takeaways for today moms can be sexy moms can be se- 46 year olds grandmas can be sexy <laughs> old ladies can have long hair yes <laughs> and um we're wearing confidence we're not wearing the outfit right yeah i think those are my big takeaways for today yeah. we're wearing so, we're wearing the best parts of who we are right who we we're wearing the best parts of what we decide are the best parts. Yeah. We decide. Confidence. What, that's right. Ownership. Right. Yeah. Not not what the dude on Instagram thinks are my best parts. Right. You know, not what my mom says are my best parts, but what I decide. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My, yeah, my forehead. Just kidding. <laughs> my left earlobe. Look at these beautiful earrings. If, <laughs> girl. Wear I that be- jewelry. You do it. Accessorize. <laughs> do it yeah Yeah. well thank you guys i don't know how to end this (laughs) thanks we gotta go we've been talking for a while yeah hey go shopping (laughs) go shopping send us a message i know this is how we're gonna end it send us a message Mm -hmm. um we're cheaper than rehab on right now we're cheaper than rehab on instagram and then we have an email address that's cheaper than rehab at gmail.com tell us where you're shopping Yes. 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 Tell us where you're shopping. Right? Like mm-hmm. where where are the 30-year-olds shopping? Where are the 40-year-olds shopping? Yeah, where tell us where tell tell us where you're shopping. We right. need to know where you're shopping. But if it's Ann Taylor, then you can keep it to yourself and just <laughs> Or JC Penny. <laughs> hey. Hey, sir. I hey, I got my leather pants at JC Penny. JC Penny's got don't sleep on JC Penny. Don't sleep on JC Penny. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. you know, maybe you Hey, know. let's go shopping. <laughs> Hey, we love you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We hope that your relationship with fashion gets deeper and stronger and more amazing. Send us some pics. Yeah. We love you. Bye. Bye.